I have been following the coronavirus COVID-19 development since the beginning. As you know, media censorship is growing, and our voice at the Pulse of Israel is being hit as well. The best way to connect and watch our videos and support our work is to go to pulseofisrael.com and sign up for our newsletter. And if you're already a subscriber, thank you. All the way back in April 2020, I interviewed Dr. Vladimir Zelenko from New York, the doctor who introduced the hydroxychloroquine solution for early treatment for people diagnosed with corona COVID-19. Important to note, it is for early diagnoses only. Already back then, I was questioning why mainstream and social media were censoring all mention of the hydroxychloroquine treatment and not giving any attention to Dr. Zelenko as his treatment was being used successfully by doctors all over the world to treat patients with an early diagnosis of corona COVID-19. Was the media, the politicians, the medical professionals all ignoring it because President Trump spoke about it? Were they all ignoring it because pharmaceutical companies were pressuring them to shut down all talk about it? I have no idea. Now, recently, Dr. Simone Gold, a doctor who used the hydroxychloroquine treatment with her patients, told a story of what happened to her in her hospital. Listen to this closely. I'm telling you it's unsafe. It's an incredible lie of incredible proportions. Once you understand that, you will be suspicious of everything that follows. So that's where I found myself. There I was in the emergency department, treating patients as they came in with COVID-19. And once we had the rapid test so I can confirm the diagnosis, my first patient, who I needed to give hydroxychloroquine and zinc to, I did it, and, and even knowing the kind of the controversy, I really didn't think twice about it. It, it. I don't know, it was fine. I gave it to her. I actually called her the next day. She was so much better. She herself got better within about 12 hours and about 48 hours, she was essentially completely well. This completely matched what I had read in the scientific literature. I knew many doctors who had done this. I'd read many journal articles. And it, was it, was, it was completely consistent. What was really shocking and completely inconsistent was my medical director who calls me the next day and threatens to fire me for doing this, this treatment. It was, it was I, I can't even tell you to the, even as I describe this moment to you, it's shocking to me. I remember the case, the situation, the conversation, and he's saying he's going to fire me. And I said, why would you fire me over this? Well, I don't think it works. I said, well, then don't prescribe it. <laughs> you know, you haven't read the science the way I have. I know it works. You'll change your mind in a couple of months when, you know, you get a little wiser. But why would you get involved with, with you know, me treating a patient? You do your thing. I do my thing. That's how medicine is practiced. We are licensed as individuals. It's actually against the law to have what's called a corporate practice of medicine where, you know, corporation practices for you. It has to be the individual doctor's physician. That's why patients go to multiple doctors, right? No. And, and really, the, almost the worst part of the conversation was not even that he was ignorant that the drug worked, but his reasons for saying that he was going to fire me if I did this. And the reason, which he put in writing because he wasn't so smart, <laughs> he said it was because the, the, the biggest payer at that hospital, which is a large insurance company that everyone here has heard of that's back on the West Coast mainly, didn't want us to prescribe it. They were blocking it. So that payer insurance company was pressuring the hospital that their doctor shouldn't do it. Again, I don't know what the actual reason or reasons are. 
But as I have been critical for decades about the establishment media regarding its misreporting about Israel, and recently about its misreporting for four years on President Trump being a racist, anti-Semite, Hitler-like leader, and now again its misreporting on the irregularities and alleged fraud in the 2020 elections and at what happened at the Capitol on January 6th, I'm once again noticing similar trends with regards to information and data related to the corona COVID-19 virus. Now, I have no idea what to believe. Honestly, I'm not here to tell people what to believe and what not to believe. Everyone do your own research. But I am here to raise a red flag hinting that something definitely seems wrong if there is a widespread agenda to censor information. Case in point, I just recently watched a Johns Hopkins University video presentation by a professor at Johns Hopkins University taking a closer look at the number of deaths in the United States due to the corona COVID-19 virus. The professor used official public data from the CDC website, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. That's official data used by governments all over the world. The professor explained that the significance of COVID-19 on U.S. deaths can only be fully understood through comparison to the number of total deaths in the United States. The professor then goes through the data showing how while the official number of COVID-19 deaths have gone up, all other causes of death have gone drastically down. Now, she wasn't making any conclusions, but pointing out the data and raising questions. As written up by the Johns Hopkins student published paper about this presentation, and I quote, these data analyses suggest that in contrast to most people's assumptions, the number of deaths by COVID-19 is not alarming. In fact, it has relatively no effect on deaths in the United States, end quote which that sounds very alarming. They continue to write, quote, when taking a closer look at the death numbers, she noted something strange. As Professor Bryan compared the number of deaths per cause during that period in 2020 to 2018, she noticed that instead of the expected drastic increase ac across all causes, there was a significant decrease in deaths due to heart disease. Even more surprising, as seen in the graph in the presentation, this sudden decline in deaths is observed for all other causes, end quote. Now, if anyone wants to watch the full video presentation, they can do so from the link provided below, or they can read the summarizing article in that Johns Hopkins student publication, also at a link provided below. Now, one can agree or disagree with the conclusions and questions of Professor Bryan's scientific presentation. That is fine. And don't get angry at me if you think the information is wrong or misleading. I'm just the messenger. What is not fine is that both the video of that presentation by Johns Hopkins University and the article were removed. Johns Hopkins University deleted that video from their own YouTube channel. And the Johns Hopkins student paper removed the article from their website about the presentation. Both the video link and the article link that I provide below are now only available due to outside sources that backed up those original files. But why was the video deleted? Why was the summarizing article from the Johns Hopkins student website removed? That is what bothers me, and that is what should bother everyone. 
Now, for all those who question the professor's assessment that something is wrong with the official corona COVID-19 death numbers at the same time that the numbers for all other causes of death have drastically declined, well, watch this video from a COVID-19 special committee hearing, a government hearing in Ireland. Dr. Cody, if somebody who is asymptomatic has no, shows no symptoms whatsoever of COVID and they have a heart attack uh, and are brought to hospital and they're tested and um, it is found that they have COVID and they die soon thereafter, um, but this is somebody who's demonstrated no symptoms whatsoever, are they recorded as a COVID death or not? if they have tested positive um, for COVID, but ultimately came to hospital because they've had a heart attack or a stroke or fallen off the roof of a building or something like that? Um, we adhere to the World Health Organization uh, case definition in terms of the re recording and reporting of deaths. So in the situation that you describe, where someone has a positive COVID test, then it is a death in a confirmed uh, COVID case. But such a case um, would be subject to a coroner's report as well. And as part of the ongoing uh, validation of the data in our surveillance system, we would uh, take additional details in relation to uh, such Okay, case. but a coroner's report, sorry, I, I'm trying to be very brief. Obviously, a, a, a coroner's report takes a very long time to make its way through yes. the system. So for, for now, um, they are recorded as a COVID death, but it may be that they are taken off that list at a later date. Is that what you're saying? That's it, exactly. Thank yes. you very much. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, if somebody is admitted to a hospital, uh, with a they're asymptomatic with a broken leg, for example, uh, and require hospitalisation and they're tested and they are asymptomatic but test positive, are they included among the statistics of those in hospital with COVID? Um, yes, they are. They're if they have tested positive, then they're... Okay, uh, so they, even though the, the reason they were admitted may not have been COVID, they may have been admitted with a broken leg or a heart mm -hmm. attack or something unrelated to, to COVID, they are classified as, as being in hospital with COVID. They're included in the stats of those who are hospitalised with COVID at the moment. They are included Thanks. in the uh, surveillance statistics, yeah. Great, thank you. Uh, and they're the statistics that are relayed at the daily press conferences. Yeah, okay, thank you. That's right. This is an extremely important revelation. Have you heard it in the media anywhere? Is this the same all over the world or just in Ireland? Maybe it's just in Ireland, but maybe not. And if not, then Johns Hopkins Professor Bryant questioning the death numbers from Corona COVID-19 is correct. So why should her presentation be removed by Johns Hopkins University for being misleading? Again, I'm just as confused as everyone else, and I do not know who or what to believe. But why are we seeing all this censorship of information when it comes to this virus? Why? Honestly, is there any one area of science that all scientists or professors agree upon? Do all scientists or professors agree about every medication or even vaccination? Since when have we witnessed such an across-the-board campaign to censor information and medical professionals about an illness and potential treatments? Now, we are told that it is because all of this is misinformation that is risking people's lives. Again, who are they to say it is misinformation? 
Maybe the information they are censoring is correct and can save lives. Again, the scientific community is always correcting itself. Even the pharmaceutical community is always correcting itself. Sometimes there are even mistakes with medications and vaccinations. If you actually go to Google and you Google violation tracker and then Pfizer, you will see that Pfizer, a developer of one of the COVID-19 vaccines, has been sued to pay out a total of $4.7 billion, including $3.3 billion for 10 offenses relating to unapproved promotion of medical products and $104 million for five offenses of drug medical equipment safety violation. Again, I'm not sharing that information to place doubt about the Pfizer vaccine, but to place doubt in blindly believing everything we are told by the medical establishment and to trust them in censoring the information that they claim to be misinformation. Now, I want to prove my point with another example from Dr. Fauci himself, the head scientific person in America leading the fight against the corona COVID-19 pandemic. Dr. Fauci today is a supporter of mask wearing, right, to fight the pandemic. But watch this interview of him on ABC's 60 Minutes back in March 2020 saying this. There's no reason to be walking around with a mask. When you're in the middle of an outbreak, wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better and it might even block a, a droplet, but it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. And often there are unintended consequences. People keep fiddling with the mask and they keep touching their face. Now again, I do not know what is correct or incorrect at all about masks. Did the scientific community learn more information after March 2020 that made them change their minds about masks to, to stop the pandemic? Maybe. I definitely do not have the expertise to know what is right to tell people what to do regarding masks or anything about this pandemic. I'm only highlighting the fact that even the medical community, pharmaceutical companies, and the experts, including Dr. Fauci, who are dictating national and global policy, change their minds and even admit mistakes. I have, as I have said since the beginning of this pandemic, sometimes I don't know what to believe, but I do know to raise a red flag when I see a coordinated agenda to censor information. I personally know people who have their, had their accounts closed by Facebook and Twitter or punished for just sharing the link to Dr. Vladimir Zelenko's website. His website can't be shared on Facebook or Twitter. Let that sink in. Facebook and Twitter punished people just for sharing the link to a doctor's website with information about his hydroxychloroquine solution for early treatment of corona COVID-19 virus. And to tie all of this to Israel, right now Israel has vaccinated, I think, around a third of our population, the highest percentage of a population vaccinated in the world for any country. At the same time, we are more than two weeks into our third total lockdown. Now, one would think that our corona COVID-19 numbers should be going down, but they are not. Israel's numbers are extremely high so high that the government is talking about extending the lockdown even longer. Now, logically, based on the information we have been told about the effectiveness of lockdowns and the effectiveness of the vaccine, our numbers should be going down, not up. I'm sure the experts can come up with explanations, 
but it just highlights the growing mistrust of the information we are being fed by establishment media and government while censoring other information. We are living through scary and very uncertain times due to this virus. Is the vaccine going to help pull us out of this craziness? While I hope and pray that the medical experts who say yes are correct, I don't know. I really don't know. Those same medical experts today telling us trust us about the vaccine as the solution are the same ones who censored Dr. Zelenko and his hydroxychloroquine solution that saved the lives of people all over the world when they were early diagnosed. And they are the same experts censoring the presentation from the Johns Hopkins University professor regarding the CDC data. So honestly, I don't know. My prayer is for everyone to be healthy as soon as possible and do your own research. Don't be bullied into doing something without doing your own research. Pulse of Israel, frontline videos from the Holy Land. Support our work by donating today.